Welcome to Mysteries, Myths, and Legends. I'm Taylor. I'm Savannah. Welcome to the show. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Happy Wednesday. And happy um, June, a.k.a. Happy Pride Month. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> we love all the rainbows and all the stores now. Absolutely. Yes, we do. Um, it's the, honestly the most, like, visually pleasing time of year to go into mm-hmm. a store. Honestly, though, I think it's weird that it's so capitalized it on. It is. It is. I mean, it's it, it's good and bad, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mixed feelings. But, oh, I mean, happy pride feelings. either way. True. True. Um, okay. First and foremost, I know this is the moment that you've all been waiting for. Our review of Harry's house. Oh, yes. Oh, Amazing. Gosh. 12 out of 10. Crying. I sobbed. All last weekend, I sobbed. Not even kidding. Yeah. I, I think, I mean, it's been like a week. I'm still taking it in. Same. <laughs> Same. It's just. Oh, man. It's an experience. I love it. If you haven't listened to it, definitely go listen to it. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the love of my life, Harry Styles. So... Oh, I thought you meant the song. <laughs> also the song. Yeah, the song too. <laughs> it's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, also, guys. We went and saw Tame Impala, and honestly, that experience changed my life. It was insane. I it have was never, so much fun. I have never in my life seen anything like that. Yeah. Ever. Like, they were, they had crazy lights going. The light show and, was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And, like, these, like, trippy backgrounds mm-hmm. um, on stage and everything, and then there there was, like, a bunch of confetti. It yeah. Was, it, was, it was crazy. It was so fun. So yeah. if you ever get the also, chance, definitely I was in the him. main crowd, like the crowd, like closest to the stage mm-hmm. and they were throwing water bottles into us because everybody, there were like people passing out because it's, you know, it was hot, gets hot yeah. in there. Yeah. Um, and me and my sister who's standing next to me, we both got hit by water bottles in the <laughs> face. So that was fun. That is funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it happens. It does, you know, it really does. Um, I remember at one point, because, like, Savannah and her sister went up forward, and we were the rest of us were stayed, stayed back a little bit in the crowd. But mm-hmm. we were all still in, like, the front part. But there was at one point where, the, like, it was getting really full, and people, like, the security was, like, blocking off the access. Because we were yeah, standing I, pretty much I figured access. that would happen, yeah. And people started, like, rushing. And I was like, please, I'm, this is not, I do not want that to happen right now. Yeah. But they stopped it, so thank goodness, because mm-hmm. I was afraid for a hot second. Mm. That I was going to get stampeded. But we did not. And it was very fun. So 10 yeah. out of 10 would recommend to go see Tim and Paula if you ever have the chance. Yeah, definitely. Even if you don't know the music that yeah, well. Yeah, it doesn't like, matter. I didn't it even really know the music well. But it was amazing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It was such a vibe. Um, but please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, okay. I forgot my one last intro topic that I have. So, if you haven't seen, um, there's a new like documentary style movie. What is it? A biopic? Oh, I really feel like it's biopic, but I know. It's a biopic. I, hate, I hate that it's not biopic, <laughs> it's but so it's biopic. Yeah. So there's a new movie about Elvis Presley, and if you've listened to the episode, you know I covered. Like, the mystery behind the death of him. And mm-hmm. so, the pr- the movie premiere was, like, yesterday or the day before. Like, as I'm recording this. And I saw that, like, the star who plays Elvis, who is Austin Butler, um, walked the red carpet 
with Priscilla Presley. <gasps> oh, my god! And so then that got me thinking, dude, if Elvis is still alive, what if he was there? That's crazy. Because there was thousands of people there. Like, you know, it could have... I mean, he could have pretended to be like a cameraman. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, if he, if I was alive and they made a movie out of me, I would want to go, like secretly undercover. Yeah. Know? So who knows? Huh. If anybody has any evidence of that, send it to me because I want to see. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like somebody out there at least has like a suspicion. Like, oh, this guy was right. Us. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, I don't know about that, but mm-hmm. could be true. Could be true. But, um, yeah, that's all the intro topics I have this week. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what I have, too. (laughs) Nice. Okay, let's get into it. Okay. So, this week I have this crazy, weird conspiracy story, (laughs) I don't know, um, called the Philadelphia Experiment. Oh, okay. Have you ever heard of anything like that? I I hadn't heard of it. Um... I actually looked up, uh, I was looking for something that had time travel involved in it, and this, it was listed on Wikipedia as, like, a story with time travel, but it didn't, it honestly doesn't even seem like it's time travel. That's interesting. We'll see. We'll see what you think, but it's, I don't know, it does, I guess, have to do with time in some way. I don't know, let's just get into it. Let's do it. This guy, Carl M. Allen, who was an ex-merchant mariner, or mariner? Mar- I don't know. Yeah, Maybe you know I what? I actually had this debate this weekend. Is oh, really? Is it mariner or mariner? I think it's mariner, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think it's mariner. I think I'm going to say it wrong. Um, he witnessed an alleged alleged experiment where the U.S. Navy attempted to render... Um, the USS Eldridge invisible. Oh. Oh. Yes. That, okay. So that's that's the summary of it. Um, this guy claims that he saw this ship disappear. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So he says that this happened um, around October 28th of 1943, which was during World War II. Okay. Um. And this story actually surfaced in 1955, so people didn't really hear about it during that time, like, 10 years afterwards, I guess. Okay, wait. So you're saying that this man saw this ship disappear around World War II times? Mm-hmm. That sounds awfully familiar to my story last week. <laughs> Just had yeah. to throw that out there. Yeah, I guess it does. Maybe, hmm. What if it was the Flying Dutchman? I don't know. <laughs> I mean... It's a different kind of ship, but... Yeah, it's also not in the same place, but... Yeah. Strange coincidence, still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Could be a similar phenomena. True. That's true. Um, I'll get into what they think it is mm. in, in a little bit, but... So, this story is, like, kind of crazy. It's, like, a little bit all over the place, but I'll try to make it connected. Okay. <laughs> so, this guy, um, Carl Allen, which I'll just call him Allen... Um, he sent a book of handwritten annotations referring to this experiment that he says he saw. He sent it to the U.S. Navy, mm-hmm. um, their research organization, and he marked it Happy Easter. Oh, okay. 
So basically he like took this book and it was a book called The Case for the UFO mm-hmm. um, by Morris K. Jessup. So yeah, uh, this book was like about um, like UFOs, like yeah, <laughs> I don't know about like how UFOs are a thing and like you should look into them more, you know? Yeah, something like that. But in this book, there were like handwritten notes on the sides, annotations, um, just like all throughout it. Mm-hmm. So he took this version and sent it to the U.S. Navy. Okay, yeah, he had to he had to add his own input, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the notes that he was making in it were like connecting it to the like experiment he said he saw. Mm-hmm. So he's like, okay, these I guess like maybe in the book they talk about sh- UFOs disappearing like that. Oh, okay. And he was like connecting it, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so yes, and this information like surfaced around 1955 like i said and people originally thought it was just a hoax like they did not believe this story at all yeah i can see why they did not believe it Mm -hmm. especially in the 50s like i don't think anybody really was out here trying to believe crazy stuff like that no 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 um which is kind of sad i mean that's it's probably so boring right i was like that sounds like no fun yeah (laughs) um and several versions of the story have surfaced over the years that, like, sometimes contradict each other. <laughs> okay. So, you know, it, it's not really positive what the full timeline and story is. Um, mm-hmm. But I'll try to tell it as best I can. Um, the U.S. Navy said, of course, they say that, like, this never happened. Like, the the boat never disappeared and stuff. Um, that's their claim. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Uh, He also, um, Alan, the guy who sent in that book, he also was writing letters to the author of the book. Oh. um, Jessup. He, um, he, like, wrote him letters saying not to investigate the levitation of UFOs. Okay. Why? See, I don't know. He's like... Just stop all your work, I guess. But I thought, you know, if you're writing annotations in this side of this, aren't you, like, a fan of that stuff? Right, right. Hmm. But, I mean, the only thing I can think of is that he didn't want him to be attacked by, like, the U.S. Navy and stuff. Yeah, I know that definitely makes sense. But, like, also, why did he send the book to them? And I don't know. It's just... It's a little strange. (laughs) It kind of makes no sense. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... He also put forward a story of dangerous science. Um, It was based on the unpublished theories by Albert Einstein. Okay. Um, And he claims that the scientist Franklin Reno, he put these theories into practice at the Philadelphia Naval Shipyard. And that's what, like, made the ship invisible. Okay. So, like, this guy, Franklin Reno, like, took Albert Einstein's ideas and... (laughs) Made it invisible. Okay. Yeah. That... hmm. So, there's no, like, specifics on how he made it invisible? Well, there kind of is. So, his theory was, like, it was called unified field theory. Okay. Which was, like... 
it was like the interrelated nature of electromagnetism mm-hmm. and gravity. I mean, that makes sense. I, I mean, guess. yeah, like in an idea, like, okay, magnets and gravity. Yeah. Sure. sure <laughs> they it... seem like they do a lot of unexplained things. Right. So, right. yeah. So, this was like, um, the theory was like, you could get these two um, things, electromagnetism and gravity, and put them together into a single field called unified field. Mm-hmm. And then that could, like, um, I think it also, it's, I don't know if it was, like, invisibility or just, like, um, teleportation. Right. I was thinking, like, is that where the time travel aspect comes in? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, okay, well, listen, I don't know. I would personally, I need to learn how to teleport myself. So if that is true, I would love to learn. See, yeah, (laughs) I know. Honestly, I mean, I... I'm not, um, you know, well-versed on either oh, of these. So absolutely it's like, not. Yeah, and, like, the limited amount that we know, it's like, okay, that, that sounds like it would work, Exactly. Right? Also, like, even the scientists hardly know, like, no, about true, gravity true. and magnets and all that, so. Mm-hmm. Actually, side note, though, like, I have always been obsessed with Back to the Future. Yeah, I, I yeah, know. we, I think we've talked about this many times. Yeah, here. we might have talked about this. <laughs> but, you know, in the second movie, they have, like, hoverboards. Yeah. And I was obsessed with, like, oh, my God, I want to invent a hoverboard. I want to see how you can do it. And I was like, maybe you could use magnets. Yeah. And <laughs> so how's, that, how's that going for you, Savannah? Have you figured it out? Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> just had to, I had to ask. <laughs> but, like, at one point, I was like, oh, okay, I, I get these boards that have magnets, and then you have to have, like, you have to use the specific skate park that has magnets yeah, the, the magnets other way. Are, I mean, listen, that's not too bad of an idea. See, that's what I'm saying. And <laughs> I was like, I was like 10 coming off of this. Okay. Like, yeah. We need to, okay, copyright. This is our idea. Don't, <laughs> nobody take it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyways, like electromagnetism and stuff like that is such an interesting topic. Um, just definitely. In definitely. Um, but then when you bring in teleportation it's like what what um so the teleportation comes in where he um the guy who says that he saw it um alan he says that the destroyer escort the what was it called the uss eldridge Mm -hmm. he says that it was made invisible and teleported to norfolk virginia for several minutes and then appeared in the Philadelphia shipyard again. Okay, and how does he know? See, I that's the part where it's like, how do you know it's Virginia? I right. Don't know. Like because he wasn't there. Right. Like you were in Philadelphia. Like I don't know. Right. I don't know. I, he must have heard it from someone else or something. That's just what he claims okay. happened. Um and he says that he saw it. While he was serving aboard the SS Andrew Ferusif, which I guess was another ship. Um, so there's that. Uh, but he said, okay, so he says that it teleported, but he also, but like other people say that it also traveled back in time for like 10 seconds. Like only 10 seconds back? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Which I don't really understand that either, but... <laughs> I feel like 
if that was the case, he wouldn't have seen it disappear. He would have seen it go backwards. Right? I mean, if it if it teleported, though. Oh. So you're saying it's teleporting <laughs> and going back in time at the same time? Yes, yes, yes. Oh. So maybe it, like, teleported and then it came back 10 seconds earlier oh. from what it's supposed to. Okay. I mean, yeah, that but is, I, that's maybe. But also it's, like, I don't really understand how that was calculated, the 10 no, seconds. Right. Right. <laughs> that's just what everything said. I was like, okay. <laughs> well, okay, wait. So were there people on this boat? Could, like... Yes. So, so did they say it was, like, 10 seconds? Okay, see, this, I was about to get to the people. Okay. <laughs> so they, there's honestly, like, I haven't really seen any accounts from the people who are on the, on crew, mm-hmm. but there are, like, accounts of, like, what the effects of this were on people. Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently the crew had really bad side effects. So, um, they, some people, like, went insane. Mm-hmm. Um, some suffered from okay this one intangibility which is like does that mean you can't hold something or (laughs) that literally means you can't hold something i guess yeah so you turn into a ghost you're literally a ghost that's interesting (laughs) or is it just their like reality like they're shifting back into whatever wherever they were yeah maybe maybe something more like that Hmm. their like mindset is like I don't know. Yeah, this is giving um, me very um, manifest vibes, if you've ever seen that show. Of course I haven't. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they also had, like, some people were frozen in place. Oh. Which, I guess, makes sense if you're messing with time. I don't know. Um, and some people were just nauseous, which, you know. Yeah. Makes I mean, sense. they were probably just seasick. And then the worst one, I... This one's pretty bad. Some people were embedded in the metal structures of the ship afterwards. Oh, my God. Okay. That's interesting that you say that because I was going to ask, like, if somebody were to time travel or, like, teleport, do you teleport back in the same exact spot or could you end up, like, in a really bad situation? Yeah. So that's... So they ended up in a really bad situation. See, I think that has to do with, like, okay, if this was teleportation, like, it's obviously the first time or, like, one of the first times ever. So it's not going to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And the people on board were probably put back, like, slightly off from where they were before. Like, the boat was slightly off. Like, yeah. So it was Yikes. That is a big yikes. Teleported back to, like, the wrong spot and got stuck in the boat that is horrifying so that's just that's just alleged you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) there's no no proof but uh um except for this guy's account and like some people saying oh yeah this happened Mm -hmm. um so what else did i have oh and this is like um in pop culture things too i'll go over it more later but i have right here that like pop culture made it like big jumps in time Mm -hmm. (laughs) but in reality like people say it was only 10 10 seconds seconds, yeah so um so jessup like the guy who wrote that book he wrote back to alan Mm -hmm. and said like okay well you're telling me all this happened with the theory that i wrote my book but like give me information to prove that this happened exactly that's how i'm feeling Mm mm-hmm 
And, of course, he referred him to a newspaper article that had never existed. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. That sounds He's like, right. oh, yeah, this covered the event. It's like, it's not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's that. Um, and then in 1957, uh, Jessup was invited to the Office of Naval Research. Ooh. Um, you know, because of his, his book was sent to them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he was shown the book with all the annotations and stuff. And he's like, wait, I know that handwriting. This guy has been writing me letters for like <laughs> months now. So there's that. Um, so he was able to recognize the handwriting and like connect the two. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were actually two officers who were investigating the book. Captain Sidney Sherby and Commander George W. Hoover. Um, and Hoover took special interest in the case, and he was, like, the main investigator on it. He actually went and discussed the annotations with somebody else, um, Austin and Stanton. And Stanton took interest, and, like, he actually produced copies of the book. Oh, wow. So, like, more people could look at it and see if there's anything yeah. about this, you know. He made 127 copies. <laughs> Okay, that's very specific. Yeah. Um, I think it was just, like, maybe that's how many people he was going to give it to. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but they became known as the Vero edition. Oh. So, they're probably still out there. I mean, I would read it. It seems interesting. Yeah, I would also read it. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to see what these this guy's theories are. If, it, right. if he's actually a whack job or, like... Right, like, I, like, I want to know. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't know. And also, I made it through, like, so much research, and then I found out that there were actually three different people who made annotations. Oh, what? Or that's what it seemed like anyway. There were three different handwritings. That's interesting. But also, personally, I think I have multiple different handwriting styles, like, depending on many different factors. Mm -hmm. So. Well, I mean, I'm going to spoil it because I think they, they were able to prove that it was all the same guy. Mm, yeah, that's so, exactly what I thought. Yeah, that's. Hmm. But they didn't prove that until the eighties, I think. So. Mm, that's when like handwriting, like, whatever, got like, uh, I don't know, like okay. analyzing handwriting and stuff. Yeah. Okay. But when they they didn't know that it was three different or that it was the same guy, they thought it was three different ones. Um, the first one, it was somebody named Jemmy. I guess they wrote their name in it, uh, um, or he wrote a random name, yeah. <laughs> and, and that was in blue violin ink. And then Alan, so his like normal handwriting, yeah. was in blue, and they referred to him as Mr. A until they found out who it was. And then the other person that they didn't know who it was, they referred to them as Mr. B. Okay. So, typical. Um... So, yeah. And I'm guessing they all agreed on stuff because, you know, it was the same guy. Uh, yeah, of course. So, yeah. <laughs> um, and then Jessup, he actually tried to publish more books on UFOs afterwards. But he was sadly unsuccessful. And this is sad. Unfortunately, he took his life no. on April 20th of 1959. That's sad. Yeah. Um, yeah. He had, like, a really big fan, though. <laughs> Yeah, insane. he sure did. He really did. 
Um, and then people have also tried to get more info on Carl Allen. Mm-hmm. You know, the guy who started this yeah. whole thing. But nobody could really find anything out about him. That's really weird. Yeah. Um, he the, People did find his family. Like, the reporters found his family. Um, and they were interviewed. But... Um, all they really said was that he had a fantastic mind, but he was a drifter. Mm-hmm. So, like, I guess that's why they couldn't find him. Yeah. And he was a master leg puller. Okay. So hmm. they didn't, I guess they didn't believe him. Yeah. It sounds, sounds like they did not. Mm-hmm. Um, and another hole in this story, um, other than this guy, like, just being kind of crazy, um, is that people say, like, the USS Eldridge, which is the ship that he says disappeared, um, people say that it may not have even been in Philadelphia at the time, he claimed. <laughs> Was it in Virginia? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, people say that it, like, I think I saw that it had, like, been recently, like, commissioned and oh. made, and it was traveling through the Bahamas. Oh, wow. Like, on its on its maiden voyage. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know what to believe because I didn't see proof either way. Right. But that's what people say. Um, and some people say it, like, literally was never even in Philadelphia ever. Oh. So, I don't know. Oh, no. Um, I don't know yeah. if I can believe my man, Alan. I know. I kind of want to because, like, that would be cool. But I mean, it's definitely possible, you know? Uh-huh. And this one was... Um, this story, the Philadelphia experiment, was also um, in the Wikipedia for it. The Montauk, is that what it's called? Yeah, the Montauk Project. Yeah, that one was referenced with oh. it. So it's like, hmm. I don't know, I can see how they could be semi-related. Yeah. I mean, yeah, right. And also you have to think, like, if this is true, like, yeah, this man sounds crazy. But, like, if it is true, he did hand it over to the Navy and, like, what if the military just, like, twisted it to make him seem crazy? Because it's that, true. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. I could go either way on this because yeah. the government does do crazy things. And, and they do not want, like, stuff like this coming out that it's yeah. real. Like, if, yeah. if it is real, which I, I mean, I do think that it is real. So, and I think the military might have more knowledge about it than we know. Mm-hmm. I'm not a crazy conspiracy theorist, but I am a little bit of one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could, I don't know. I feel like I could go either way on this one. Me too. Um, I don't know. The Navy says it's science fiction. Of course. So <laughs> of course, of course. Fake. There's also, there's movies <laughs> about Ooh. it. Um, in 1984, the Philadelphia Experiment, the movie, was created. And yeah. part two came out in 1993. Oh, so snap. There's, okay. There's some A movies. sequel. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have to find them. Yeah, but. we need to watch them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that is the Philadelphia Experiment. And That's wild. It's I, just... I'm speechless. I don't know what to believe. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to believe my man Alan so bad. Right. Because, like, I feel like nobody else believes him. Somebody has to be on his side. Right. I feel like it might have to be me. I know. I wonder <laughs> if this UFO guy... I don't think he believed him. But, like, I don't yeah. know. He right, was, like, like, basing it off of his book and his theories. And yeah, he's like, oh, like, my gosh, but, this is why it disappeared. But what did he believe? Like, did, like, did the UFO, the UFO guy even believe in aliens? Um, like, or, like, time I, travel? It was, like, the book was called The Case for UFOs. 
or the sure. case for unidentified flying object. Yeah. So he was trying to say like, look, they're out there. Yeah. Um, and I, I he he referenced um, Einstein's theories. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. About the unified that's, field theory. Hmm. So. That's yeah. so interesting. I'm just trying to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, is it I, true or not? I just don't know. I really just don't know. I know. <laughs> it's a crazy one. I need to like go back and read some some vintage UFO books. Like I this want book, same. This book same. honestly sounds kind of cool. <laughs> I, okay, so there's only 127 of them. Um, no, no, no. There's 127 of the one that has the annotations. Okay, but I want that one. Yeah, honestly, true. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know if they're out for like people to see like it would probably be so hard to find yeah no you're right (laughs) they were given to like navy people and stuff right yeah i mean man i want it okay i want to look it up to see if i can find it. yeah we definitely should that's (laughs) wild well you know i really hate unanswered things so i hate that story however i don't actually hate the story i mean i I mean we have to have some mysteries every now and then it's in our title (laughs) no i know so what i was gonna say is i also the reason i am so mad because i also have a mystery for you oh my gosh that is just gonna leave us also unanswered so we're just gonna have a bunch of questions this time (laughs) that's okay (laughs) no i love i do love a good mystery i just i'm a person that needs all the answers so Mm -hmm. um this week for you i have the mystery also slash legend of captain kid dun 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 so obviously this is a person you know so i have really been on just such a kick for pirates right now so here i am yet again to tell you another story of a pirate (laughs) um however this one was not intentional See, I'm just going to be thinking about our flag means death again. <laughs> um, yeah, and you really will. So, like, oh, <laughs> okay. but no, this one was unintentional. I just looked up, like, I wanted to do a mystery. Um, yeah. And so I just looked up some mysteries and I found this one and then he just happened to be a pirate. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, it's meant for me to do. So um, Captain Kidd was a well-known pirate he was born in Scotland in in 1654. So oh, wow. the man Stop. was, yeah. We're going back. back. Yeah, we are. Um, and so his dad was a sailor. And so he wanted to grow up to be just like his dad. And he did. So eventually he moved to New York from Scotland. And he wanted to, like, start this new life for himself. And so, yeah, he lived in New York City for many, many years of his life. And that's mainly where, like, all of his pirate business took place. So, Captain Kidd was allegedly one of the best pirates, like, ever. Which I'm like, okay, I've never heard of him. But See, I, I've heard that name, but I didn't realize he was, like, yeah. one of the best pirates. Well, apparently he was. And huh. he was, like, one who just refused to ever stop looking for treasure. And he would always... Take people's treasure. He just wanted more and more and more. Okay. So, but however, what's crazy is that he never actually spent any of the treasure that he earned, you know, because he was so busy, like, pirating other people for more money. But he just, like, never ended up using it, which is very okay. interesting to me. So he just, like, kept getting all this money and just... Yeah, saving was, like, it. like, sitting on it. Yeah, literally. Could never huh. be me. 
<laughs> honestly, like, what? what's the point, then? Right. I think he was just, honestly, I think he was doing it not even for the treasure. I think he was just having so much fun. I, I can see that. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um, but we're taking a little, a quick turn, a very sharp left turn right now. Um, he was tragically hanged for his piracy in 1701 in London. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. However, legend has it that Captain Kidd buried treasure somewhere on Liberty Island. And if you don't know what Liberty Island is, that is the island in New York City where the Statue of Liberty is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I have heard of that. Yeah. So people have searched for this treasure for nearly three centuries and it has never been found. Dun, dun, <laughs> are you even allowed to search there now i don't like, know I, I don't know i feel like the security is tight yeah now. so it's like, probably under the statute <laughs> right that's what i'm thinking that is exactly what i'm thinking mm-hmm. um so before we get more into that um i'll tell you a little bit more about his life so not only was he a pirate this man actually helped build the original trinity church which is wild to me so if you don't know what that is, it's like a church and a cemetery in New York City where like almost all of the famous historical figures are buried, such as Alexander Hamilton. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. So he actually like literally built the church, was, which shocked me because that's like, that's wild. Um, that is crazy for a pirate to be like, he right, built a church. <laughs> right. And so actually, this is, he just was living his best life, doing everything that he wanted to do. Um, he was also not only the best pirate, but he was one of the most active parishioners at Trinity Church um, oh at, God, at the same time serious? that he was the pirate. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Like. Okay. Okay. Pirates obviously like are violent people. Like it was yes. he violent? Yes. And, like, yes. He was a regular old pirate, man. Oh my gosh. And he was just like a godly person <laughs> yes. too. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Very much so. That's insane. Like, it's so insane. Was um, he, like, Catholic and he was just going to confession? <laughs> okay, honestly, that's what I was going to say. I did not even look up. I do not even know, like, what type of church Trinity Church is. See, I mean, if it was that kind, he's probably like, okay, I can do yeah, all this. Yeah, so I killed this, this, this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say that's probably what it is. But I'm I'm not. <laughs> don't like quote that. me on that because I'm not sure. But, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, this man, he was very much so into this church. And actually, he owned a pew there for his family to always sit at, which I did not realize was a thing. But apparently, this was, like, a very popular church. So, Hmm. to own a pew was, like, very, like, high class. Like, that's my pew. Don't sit on it. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, he was married to a woman named Sarah. And they had two children. But after being a family man for a while, he said that he felt trapped by society and that he just had, quote unquote, pangs for the sea, which means he just longed to be a pirate on the sea for his life, which (laughs) reminds me so much of our favorite new show, Our Flag Means Death. I know. It really does. (laughs) And now I'm sitting here like, is that who that character is based on? I'm not sure. I mean, that character was the actual person. Oh, really? Yes, Steed Bonnet. You gotta Steed. do him next. Okay, honestly. Because Steed Bonnet was a real person and okay, he was I didn't really called the gentleman that. pirate. Okay, guys, just get ready for another pirate story. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not next week, but in the future, I promise. Because you, you've already covered Blackbeard. So yeah, I mean. exactly. 
I'm telling you, I love pirates. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, also, shout out to that show again, like, if you haven't seen it. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, it's on HBO. Um, Our Flag Means Death. It's amazing. Please go watch it, because mm-hmm. it's so good. Yes. Um, So, where? I lost my spot. Okay, so, Captain Kidd. He was licensed actually this is crazy he was licensed to raid enemy ships in wartime so he was actually like a licensed pirate in a way which is cool because he was like a very like high up sailor so in times of war he was given permission by the government to raid enemy ships and that's i think where his love for it came from originally but then he was like i love it so much i'm gonna raid them not during war so he just a pirate life for, was for him 100 percent um and he yeah. eventually would raid any ship it doesn't matter if it looked like they had no, no treasure it doesn't matter he wanted to raid it he was like let's go <laughs> wow uh, yeah that's, and, that's insane like literally <laughs> what just he's like i'm gonna just take your crackers that you have in storage down there <laughs> literally literally he was just like i don't care it's for the fun oh um God. and so as i said he would raid literally any ship that he could and one day he raided an English ship, which was literally how he got caught and hanged because, you know, the Englishmen weren't too fond of that back in the day. Mm-hmm. So Captain Kidd ran his ship using the motto, no plunder, no pay. So basically that means you have to work really hard or you won't get paid. Um, okay. <laughs> why does it sound like he didn't even pay anyone though? He, right. He that's what money. Right. Right. That's what I'm saying. And also, he was kind of an angry man and was, like, kind of known to lash out really bad. And actually, he beat one of his crewmen to death with a bucket. Oh, my God. And so we're not actually 100% sure that that's true. It is rumored. Um, But regardless of if that's true or not, his crew did mutiny against him. And that is, like, proven. And but their their reasoning was that because he killed one of his crewmen with a bucket. Um, and so after his crew <laughs> mutinied against him, that was kind of the start to his downfall. Um, and this is a little disturbing. So after that, that's when he like went on a kick and started raiding all of the ships and mm-hmm. kind of by himself. And that's when he got into the trouble with the English boat that he yeah. raided. And so probably because he didn't have his crew to back him up. Exactly, exactly. He started making real dumb decisions. Um, so this is a little disturbing, so skip a little bit if trigger warning. Um, but after he was hanged, his body was displayed alongside the river Thames as a warning to anyone who may be considering the pirate life as a career. Oh my God. Yeah. For like weeks. So that's, you know, that's kind of bad, kind of bad. So into the spookier part of the story, um, Captain Kidd's ghost has been spotted many times in the Trinity Church Cemetery. And people who have seen his ghost say that he looks like he's wandering around in search of the grave that he should have been buried in. Because he felt like, you know, I mean, first of all, he had a pew and a plot at this church, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, he that is his favorite place. Um, and because he spent all the time there and he literally, like, helped build the place, he had always assumed that he would be buried there. However, he was buried in London after, like, they hung his body up on the wall. They, like, just buried him in a grave there somewhere. So, that's okay. kind of sad. Like, I he's mean, just... but, like, what did he th- think was going to happen? He's, like, turned into a pirate. Yeah, I don't know what they he They think he's going to... Sh- they're sh- going to ship him back. 
Like, I think that's exactly what he thought. I don't, I don't know. Like, if he know. broke the law, they're probably like, we don't care about you. We don't care about you. <laughs> right. And they definitely did not. So, so mm-hmm. yeah. However, that's not the only place that his ghost has been seen. Um, his ghost has also been reported to be the guardian of the pedestal of the Statue of Liberty. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. So, why? Um, you might ask. So, also in his life, I'm telling you, this man has just a man of all, jack of all trades. He's done it all. So, before his pirate times, he was stationed at the old Fort Wood, um, which is on Liberty Island. So, he actually did a lot of work there as well. And actually, what's also really interesting is that um, they hung a lot of pirates on that island. Um, and even more on a really close island, which is, was back then known as Gibbet Island, but today that's Ellis Island. So mm. I guess, you know, Captain Kidd just thought, like, you know, if I do eventually get caught, they'll just hang me, you know, like where I wanted to be buried because that's what they were doing in America. But, like, huh. that's not what they were doing in England. So tragically, I think that's that was his thought process behind it. They were like, you know, they get their bodies get shipped wherever they want to be buried yeah yeah so um but nope that did not happen so um yeah so on to now the mystery so um let's see okay so two different people sergeant gibbs and private carpenter were assigned to the fort in 1825 so the statue of liberty which was fort wood at the time um, mm-hmm. So they were just basically there to just, you know, protect the Statue of Liberty, make sure nobody's doing anything, you know, dangerous or whatever. So they had actually heard of this alleged buried treasure that Captain Kidd had alleged, like, you know, just they had heard about the legend. They were like, let's see if we can find it. I mean, we don't have anything else to do in yeah. the middle of the night. That's exactly what I would do, too. Um, <laughs> Go look for buried treasure. <laughs> yeah, if I had heard there was some. And I'm I just true. happened to be there, and I had nothing yeah. else to do. Girl, mm-hmm. I would be on it. Um, so here's the most wild part of it all, okay? They found a box buried on the island that happened to look like like a treasure chest-ish, like of what a pirate would keep treasure in. But when they went to get it out of the hole and open it up, they claim... That the ghost of Captain Kidd rose up from the hole that this box was in. And he literally, like, scared them so bad that both of the men fainted immediately <gasps> on sight. Oh, my God. And when they woke up, they both claimed to have seen a demonic figure rise from the soil, breathe sulfuric f- fumes, <laughs> and, of course. Gl- and glide around them in a menacing way. And that the evil dead pirate was hell bent on protecting his treasure. Oh, that's quote for quote what they said. Now, listen, that's a little dramatic, in my opinion. <laughs> like, I mean, it is pretty dramatic, but like that got me like, that's crazy. No, that's so scary. And also, like, you have to think like these are very like strong military men. Like, mm-hmm. and they were that scared that they pass out. That's weird. Also, though, here's an alternate theory, and this is just straight up my theory. They said that they smelled some fumes yeah. when they dug this hole. What if they, like, bursted a pipe or something, and then, <laughs> like, they smell, and that's why they passed out. And, like, yeah. maybe it made them hallucinate 
to see a ghost, you know? Yeah. I, that, that is fully just my a theory of Yeah, or mine. just like something in the ground. Yeah, exactly. Some kind of anything. Like, I'm sure it's huh. happened before, so. Yeah. I don't know. Could they be telling the truth? I don't know. They stood by that till the day they died, that that's what they saw. And both of them agreed. So Or they maybe they just hadn't slept. <laughs> exactly. They were just, like, goofy. Goofy with mm-hmm. the tiredness. Um, so, um, moving along. That's pretty much, like, the only, like, very much so believe story. Like, a lot of people believe them, which is interesting. Because I'm like, I kind of don't know if I do. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently... People believe them. So, um, Liberty Island is actually relatively small. So you would imagine that, like, we probably would have found the treasure by now. Like, if there really was one, you know? Like, it's literally pretty much just the Statue of Liberty on the island. Right. Like, I've I've been to the Statue of Liberty. Oh, so you've been there? I've never been. But um, Mm. have you been, like, to the island? I mean, I've been to the Statue of Liberty, so if that's where it's at. Yeah, no, it is. It is. I, I, did, I didn't know. Because some to people the just top like. Of it. Oh, really? Yeah. No like, way. As, as far as you can get up. I don't think you're, you're allowed to the very top, but like you're allowed pretty high up. Yeah. You really um, did? Yeah. We went. I that's went for fine. Girl Scouts. That's so <laughs> I mean, because I didn't. Living no, in Philly, it's not I that know. far. <laughs> I um, know. It's just crazy. <laughs> but yeah, so I have, I have been there. It was a while ago. I mean, I wasn't. Yeah. wasn't too young i might have been in i might have been in high school actually i don't know mm-hmm. but yeah i've been there but and like the it, island's small, small. Yeah, yeah 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 so i mean you would kind of assume that it's you know that we would have found it by now um however there have been countless like thousands upon thousands because think about how many people visit there like yeah millions no and it's always crowded too yeah exactly so there have been thousands upon thousands of stories of people just seeing his ghost on this island as if he's protecting something. Yeah. And not only is that interesting, but also he had buried treasure in multiple different locations and people, and he had told people that he did this. And so, um, Oh, I lost my spot. Okay. So we, so the allegedness is, is their treasure on Liberty Island. But mm-hmm. what we do know for a fact is that he buried today's equivalent of $300,000 in East Hampton, New York, on Gardener's Island. And we know this because he actually was given permission by the Gardener family to bury the treasure on their island. Uh, What? And that treasure has been found and was proven that it was true. So that kind of makes... That's a quick, sharp turn. Now we've got another sharp left turn. Why would... Okay, now I'm just questioning why would he like ask permission and stuff, right? Like, wouldn't they? Would they not just bear, dig it up and spend it? Like, I, I mean, they didn't. Yeah. So I, I don't know. know. I think that they, they were had, friends. I think that yeah, they were, they and had he had a lot of connections from being in the church, being like working in all these pl- different places. Like he yeah. knew a lot of people. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like that makes the story way more believable because he did, in fact confirmed have treasure buried in other places and that wasn't the only place it was confirmed um he also okay what so sorry i'm (laughs) just gonna interrupt here so buried treasure like it's such a thing in like movies and like just everything like pirates bury their treasure like that's what you hear all the time but i feel like i've never really heard of people actually finding it 
Right. So now I'm just thinking about the fact that they found this on the Gardner Island. Yeah. It's like, okay, so this is real. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's real. That's, uh, okay. It's insane. Like, it's so insane. I was not expecting it to be, like, that truthful of a story. Like, they've they've probably found treasure buried in other places, too. But this is, like, the first time I'm really hearing about it. A found one, exactly. Not from, like, a movie. Right. Hmm. So... Um, and like, so you have to think, so that one, that the treasure that was found that was from him was equivalent to $300,000 today. And his big, big treasure, like he said, like the biggest treasure was buried on Liberty Island. So if that was 300,000, how much is on Liberty Island? Probably double. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. So he also claimed to have buried treasure on Block Island. And that treasure has also not been found to this day. But there was a huge search of that island. And they actually used ground-penetrating radar. And nothing has been found to this day. So that leads me to the question. Was he lying about having some treasure buried elsewhere? Or is he really good at hiding the treasure? Yeah, very good questions. Um, Because, like... He was, I mean, it's so what hard. He, what if he buried it with the church? Okay. So, <laughs> that's interesting <laughs> that you say that. <laughs> um, so, I did, like, okay, wait. Before, let me say the one last bullet before I move on to that. Hold that thought. So, one thing that I did forget to mention was that while he was living in New York City, he lived on Pearl Street which apparently has the best view of Liberty Island that you can get in the city. Hmm. So that led people to believe that he was actually like keeping a really close eye on his treasure. And so Mm -hmm. that's also just interesting. But anyway, talking about Trinity church. So I said, I just so happened to stumble across this story. Right. And it just really interested me. So that's why I did it. But what I did not realize until like literally the end of my notes was that, one of the national treasure movies which at this point it feels like i talk about national treasure every single week okay i understand that but this one takes it to another level so i don't know have you seen national treasure any of them yeah yeah okay so um the what's crazy to me is that in the movie i don't i can't remember if it's the first or the second one but in the movie in one of the movies there was literally a clue Like, basically, if you haven't seen the movie, there's a bunch of clues, like, within history that leads to a treasure. Mm -hmm. And in the movie, there was a major clue found on Liberty Island. And at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, I mean, it came out in, like, 2001, so you should have watched it by now if you haven't. Um, (laughs) The treasure, the final treasure, ended up being buried underneath Trinity Church. Huh. Well, see, that's what I'm saying, like... That's what I'm saying. So, like, the parallels between the movie and this story is wild. And I'm like, did they draw some sort of an inspiration from this legend? See, now that you say that, though, I am remembering um, the Trinity Church from that movie specifically. Yeah. Like, I'm hearing the characters say it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, um, but, yeah. Yeah. So, what do you think? Do you think that the treasure's on Liberty Island? I don't know. I feel like I want to go with the church. But... That's a good... Because people haven't searched it, it seems like. Right. I don't know. 
I that's a real good point. Like, was he just did he say Liberty Island to throw people off? Could have. Or like, did he just have? I mean, could he have buried treasure in all of the places, all of the above? I mean, yeah, that could be true too. Right. Also, I... okay, burying treasure, like, all right. <laughs> this <laughs> Give is it to just me. like I'm just. I need to <laughs> think of how to word this. Like, okay, when you find buried treasure, yeah, like these people in in these movies, like National Treasure and stuff like that, um. They fi- they end up finding the treasure at the end and stuff. And it's like, they're like, oh my god, it's worth all this money. Yeah. What do you do with it? <laughs> like, because <laughs> right. I feel like if you announce that, okay, I have this stuff, then you would have to, like, send it to a museum or something. And it's like mm-hmm. a, a hi- historic artifact and you can't even really, like... Like, I guess they would pay you for it. I don't know. Right. It so just in, seems not... The only answer I have for you mm-hmm. literally comes from National Treasure. Okay. <laughs> and okay. they, like, they were working with the police, like, the whole time in the movie. So okay. they had, like, these archaeologists and, like, um, anthropologists come in and, like, yeah. Basically, they bought the stuff from them. Since they found the treasure, it was technically theirs. So, like, okay. the people, like, bought it from them. So they didn't have any of the actual... I think they kept a few scrolls in the movie. Mm-hmm. But, like... All the rest of the stuff, they just, like, basically bought it off of them and put, the, okay. put it in the museums. So, I don't, I don't know, know if that's how it would work in real life, yeah. but that's like, how I don't it know went. why, like, in... Whenever I watch those movies, I'm like, this seems unrealistic. Like, it seems like the right. government and stuff, they'd be like, well, like, why do you have this? Honestly, <laughs> like, that's probably know. how it would be. They'd be like, oh, well, just because you found it doesn't mean it's yours. It's ours. Yeah, <laughs> like, this is a historic artifact and it belongs to our country. Yeah, um, I mean, they would so. have no problem doing that, so... It wouldn't surprise right. me. Or, like, I feel like you would have to go on the black market and sell it somehow. Right, right. And maybe, see, maybe somebody has found some of this stuff and Ooh. it's just not been, like, announced to the world and it's been, like, sold secretly. Dude, yeah. You know? Like, that's I mean, what I think that would so easily happen. Treasure. It could mm-hmm. so easily happen. It's insane. But also, not even about the treasure part. What about his ghost? Like, is his ghost oh, really so- out there on the island trying to scare people away from the treasure? Oh Listen, I'm just saying there's been a lot of stories about people seeing his ghost. Okay, if if it really is, then that makes me think, okay, maybe it is on... I know, that's what I'm saying. There's just so many questions. I'm left with so many questions. Hmm. Um, But yeah, that is the legend slash mystery of Captain Kidd. Jeez, that's crazy. I know. Was, okay, also I have a question. Was Kidd, like, his last name? Yeah, like, it's K-I-D-D. Yeah. I don't even remember his first name. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I looked it up. Because they just always called him Captain Kidd. Right. right. Like, everybody. Like, he might as well just erase his first name. Doesn't have yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyways, go look on Instagram. We'll post pics mm-hmm. from our stories this week. Um, I'll show you a picture of the Trinity Church. It is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's very old, obviously. Because it was built in, like, the... 1600s so. yeah and i looked i looked it up while you were talking and it's an episcopal church oh yes okay so no confessions for him yeah no that's that makes it 10 times more interesting yeah right me. so it's like okay so you were he was confused <laughs> in his head yeah or maybe honestly maybe he just liked doing all the bad things but then felt bad like he felt guilt you know maybe that's <laughs> why maybe. he was like i know it's bad but i just love it uh-huh it's possible oh my god 
I don't know. Um, Honestly, I feel like I would love to be a pirate. Yeah. See, kind of, it probably would be fun, but not all of the, like, death. No, so. no. No. Or, like, like the, that part of it. The scurvy. Mm-hmm. Oh, the scurvy. Oh, my God. <laughs> not the scurvy. <laughs> Oh, funny. Well, today you could just have like a little bottle of vitamin C. That's true. <laughs> you know, take your vitamins. Yeah. Have some antibiotics um, on hand, on deck. Also, it's crazy to me that like pirates still probably exist out there. They do. I they think totally, we've talked about that. They do. Before. They do. They're definitely not as common. But yeah, like if you, that scares me. <laughs> I know I'm talking like, oh, I would love to be a pirate. Not actually. Like, I'm not brave enough to be a pirate. Yeah, like, theoretically. Like, theoret- Like imagine, theoretically, you're just on, like, a cruise ship, and then, like, a boat comes up and just takes it over. Right. But, like, do pirates go for cruise ships? No. But that's just, like, the only way I can imagine myself in the middle of the ocean. I'm sure... I'm surely not going to be on a regular boat. I yeah. get way too seasick. I don't even know if I could take a cruise. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I also don't want the pirates to get me, so. Mm-hmm. Okay, but can we also just talk one more second about pirates and the Scooby-Doo episode of or movie where, like, the ghost pirate ships and they're, like, on the cruise? I love yeah. that one. <laughs> <laughs> I should have watched it before. Yeah, see if Captain Kim was on there. Dang it. Okay, maybe I'll watch it and give y'all an update. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but okay. um, go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess that's really all I have for y'all this week. What about you? Um, yeah, except for the fact that now now you got to add to the list um, Steve Bonnet. Yes. You Steve know. Bonnet, 100%, is going on my list immediately. Yes. And everybody <laughs> needs to go watch Our Flag Means Death mm-hmm. on HBO. Not sponsored, but we definitely should be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I guess I'll see you guys next week. Uh Uh-huh. Cue the music.